Hello and welcome back to Listen to This, a podcast about music, for music, and everything in between. I'm Danny. And I'm Alex. <laughs> and today we're talking about festival season. Golly, this episode feels lacking. It's almost like there's one less voice. Oh, wait. Festival season. Don't even get me started on that. This whole... I, I, I um, well, You and I are very... If it's accurate to say privileged people and that we live in the city where one of, if not the largest music festival oh, yeah. happens. Guess who's coming to the next music festival or to the next summer fest? Who? Halsey. She just released. Uh, Doesn't she have a new kid or something? Why is she yeah. boring? I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Well, I don't think she really toured that much for Manic when no, that came no, out. I no, I know. I was, I was, so, I was just, just trying, trying to be the bad guy to you. Never. I'm so excited. Oh my god, what if she brings him with? I'm just so happy that she's coming to Milwaukee. Yeah. Like, because usually, especially with big tours, people pass over. They're starting to pass over Milwaukee and just go straight to Chicago. Chicago. And I'm like, Chicago's fun and all, and it's really not that far from where we live. But, like, it's just nice when I can walk to the venue. Yeah. I definitely have noticed a paradigm shift with that. Chicago is for all the giant names now and for like the up and coming smaller bands. They're they're actually preferring Madison. Yeah. Like that, which that, is that, weird. That's happening quite a bit. Wow. Came out of nowhere. Okay, so quick news. Avril Lavigne uh, released a new single, Love It When You Hate Me, from Love Sucks. That's going to be your new album coming out February 25th. So... We're gonna have new Avril Lavigne soon. And she's back to pop punk. Who, yeah. Who who is it in that in that song with her? She's uh, a, Black Bear. Black Bear. That's who it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that song. He's kind I, of making his rounds again. I I just love him. Black Bear just kind of pops up in his song. I I've never seen him. I'm sure it's happened, but I've never seen him like headline a tour. And I only know like, yeah. like I only know like two of his like solo albums. Otherwise, he's just one of those guys who features in everybody's yeah. things. He's like he's like he's like the original Bruno Mars. Bruno always featured before he became a solo thing. Yeah, now he's in that one song. Oh, Silk Sonic or Smoking Out the Window. Someone edited it. I don't know how. She's making fun of my stutter, guys. Please bully her on Twitter. No, I'm losing it, finally. Someone edited the Smoking Out the Window music video. So it's just the two singers just going back and forth going, Bitch! Bitch, because they say they, it's so crystal clear pronounced, like so well enunciated. Yeah, it was so funny. I'm so easily amused. Also, to bring me the horizon is teasing new demos on their Instagram and social media, and they're saying that new music is coming soon, and it's gonna sound a lot like it did um, when they released "Die for You." So I'm really excited about that. I know a lot of people weren't really happy with Amo. Because it was just kind of more experimental, right, new right. metal sort of sound. And I'm, I'm just excited. I just want them to like come out and tour again. I'm so stoked for it. Yeah. And then um, kind of going back. I know this has been out for a while. Oh, fucking shit. What was that? For the love of God, please keep that in the episode. Holy shit. That was incredible. What? Was that a bird? No, no, the wind just popped the window open and then slammed shut. So it was just like... <laughs> that was beautiful oh my god oh my lord okay now that i'm definitely awake after that <laughs> holy shit that adrenaline's pumping oh yes okay um so this song has been out for a little bit but i found it 
I was looking for a Hosier song and I can't remember what it was, but then I found Tell It to My Heart by Medusa featuring Hosier. And I really like it. It's just a poppy, snappy Hosier song and mm. I can't go wrong with it. I like Medusa. They, they they did a song with Dermot Kennedy. I want to say it was Paradise. So like, yeah. I'm I'm a fan of their work and the people they associate with. <laughs> I'm a fan of that work. Um, this one might be a little less known because I've actually found this. Um, part of my internship is just uh, like helping organize CDs. So I spent like mm-hmm. a whole day organizing a table full of CDs. That and everyone's amazing. Still, it was so cool. But what helped was I was going through them and I would look them up on Spotify just to see how many listeners some of them had and like kind of go through some of their songs. Mm -hmm. And one of them I found was Let Go of the Wheel by Mako. And it was so good. It's kind of like a slow burn song and the the vocals on it are just super... It's like a really good indie song and I'm surprised I haven't heard anything from him before, especially on the radio because his voice is perfect for the radio. Marco, didn't he also have a song in Kick-Ass? I'm not sure. I know the CD that I found on the table was like relatively new from like at least three years, I think, within the three years. Hmm. I don't know. I swear I know a song by Marco, but uh, perhaps not. Perhaps not. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Micah, M-I-K-A. Okay. <laughs> no, this is Mako, like, uh, the character from Legend of Korra. I'm still sticking with that bit. I don't care. Anyway. <laughs> so relatable. So relatable. Anyway. Um, and last but not least, um, I mean, we were already talking about Adele and her new music that was coming out. But one of the songs was Oh My God. And I, I love Oh My God. I was going to yeah, talk about that. I yeah. thought, like, I thought I talked about it before, but I wasn't sure. But they released a music video for it, and it was directed by Sam Brown, who also directed her Rolling in the Deep music video. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool seeing, like, how they both have matured. The and, in both yeah, careers. and telling a story, and it was it's so good. Because I think it's, like, one long, almost um, camera work where there's Continuous not... Tape. Yeah, there's not, like, a ton of cuts in it, if any at all, if I can remember correctly. And... Like, all the dancers, every, all the stage setup, like, everything is just amazing. Hell yeah. And Adele just, of course, looks like a fucking queen. Like, in all of her videos, yeah. (laughs) She just, she looks like she's ready to throw down, and I love it. All right, so what have you been listening to (laughs) before I start gushing about Adele for another five minutes? (laughs) I, uh, I I actually, before I get into into music, I actually found a, uh, a uh, yellow card concert DVD from back when Ocean Avenue was released. Oh my god! Uh, and and that, that was pretty cool. Like, I'll I'll be honest. I like Yellow Card a lot, but I don't think Ryan Key has is the best singer. I think he he's a pretty good lyricist, but his voice just it doesn't have like a power to it that I yeah. would expect from that genre, so to speak. Like like Parker from Story So Far, that guy can belt out notes, but he also kind of yells sings. Yeah. But like it's so. Even though, like, the singing wasn't great, in my opinion, it matched the album perfectly. Like, even, yeah. even on the album, I was like, he still doesn't... Like, he does well in in the song Ocean Avenue, If I Could Find You Now. Like, he, he hits that note kind of well, but 
Otherwise, it almost sounds like his voice is like one one little inch away from breaking or from like cracking a bit. Yeah. And and I was like, I've never been wildly impressed by that, except for in Yellow Card's slower songs. I love their slower songs. View from Heaven, One Year, Six Months. The last song that was ever released by them before they broke up, Fields and Fences. Like that's a good. Those, those are amazing songs because they're slower. They're more. It's easy for Ryan to be in control of his voice. Kind yeah. Of he doesn't have to go through a huge range in range, a song. Range, well, and, and go through a huge range really quickly yeah. because of the fast-paced nature of, of pop punk. But anyway, uh, are you are you are you familiar with Taylor Acorn? I don't think so. Maybe she, if I heard a song from her. She's apparently had music out for a good. I want to say like probably three to five years um but she's been getting more popular lately because of tiktok um she was featured in on uh arrows and action i think that was the band name arrows and action song arrows in action uh and that was good and she i've I've been finding some of her just like solo stuff that she's written and and it's really good like her song left you instead it's a song like uh imagine if, if you're having a hard time imagining my heartbreak imagine if i was leaving you instead of you leaving me kind of thing yeah um and then she also, I, I like, like, so she'll oftentimes take, like, alternative rock and pop punk songs and make them, like, slow and acoustic. Like, Ooh. her taking Blink-182's first date and singing it slow and acoustically makes it a wedding song. Let's, <laughs> let's take this, like, last forever and never. Let's make this last forever. It's, yeah. like, it's like, really, really sweet. It's like, holy shit, girl. Um, so I've been listening to a lot of her stuff, which has been cool. Uh, there's an indie band, indie pop band from Britain called Bash! Exclamation mark. Bash! Uh, their song In My Head is a lot of fun just came out uh, in January this year so it's still pretty damn new I'm not gonna lie every time I hear it in my head I know people Jason I know you were gonna go there but I go I think of the Mayday Parade cover of it they covered Jason Derulo's In My Head yeah for, like for Pop Goes Punk or yeah it was for Pop Goes Punk really? okay. that was a gr- that album was a great album which one was it uh, it was what year would that have been two or three probably or what else 2010 2010 which one was that uh pop goes po- or punk goes pop volume three three it was three okay yeah because huh. you got hot and cold by woe is me bad romance with artist versus the poet in my head made a parade right now with asking alexandria is so freaking good because i know akon he has such a good like voice for that song because when he hits like the high notes and then like mellows it out yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so good so hearing danny warsnop do that like it sounds like angels are singing like Hell i just yeah. want them like i want both versions to play simultaneously just so it sounds like a freaking chorus because yeah. it's so good they do so good I'm the ready set has a song on their airplanes i think yep. yeah uh dead and gone cute is what we aim for need you now that's a good song. Uh, Sparks the Rescue is the one who covered that. My Love with Three Came as Romans. Blame It with Of Mice and Men, which the song plus now what we know with the lead singer, like the allegations that came out with Austin Carlo, that was a bad song for them Honestly, to cover. In retrospect, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you're doing sketchy things, maybe don't make a song about doing or about cover doing a song sketchy. about doing sketchy things. <laughs> it's one of those things though where when the allegations come out everyone kind of wants to be like well yeah we probably should have seen that coming yeah they're like hmm you know that kind of tracks <laughs> um do you know the name Be- bella porch 
Yes. Okay, she has like build a bitch. Yeah. She also has the most famous TikTok. Inferno with uh, Urban. Suburban. Suburban. Yeah, I was going to talk about Inferno. Like, don't get me wrong. It's like, objectively speaking, (laughs) yes, it is just a pop song. A a, a minor key, so it sounds kind of dark and gritty pop song. And like, I'm sure it's it's not going to change the landscape of music. But it's a really fun song. It's I like it catchy. a lot. Yeah. The music video is really good for it too. I think I think she she has a nice voice, even though she's she's she has the most famous TikTok just for bobbing her head. Yeah, I guess she was in the Navy or something too. Like the Filipino Navy? No, I, I uh, she's Filipina. She's Korean. She's Filipino American. Really? I thought she had the Korean. Uh, maybe I was wrong with the flag she has tattooed on her arm. I thought that it was Korean, but honestly, I'm not versed enough in global flags to actually be speaking <laughs> oh she uh despite yeah so she was born in the philippines and came here um and then when she was uh how old did she have been when she was 18 she joined the u.s navy and was there for four years and then two years later here she is here she is <laughs> good for her that's that's pretty cool uh, I don't, wait, hold on. Has she ever... Oh. The, the, what? The, the tattoo you're thinking of is a very offensive thing to Japanese culture. She has the rising sun tattoo. Oh, that's <laughs> what it is. I knew it was, like, bad because she uh, was getting a lot of blowback from it when someone's... Because when she first started TikTok, she wore, like, the baggy clothes so they mm-hmm. covered her tattoos. Right. And then someone saw it and, like, freaked out. And I remember that was, like, the first thing that kind of like brought her to my attention was there was people freaking out over a tattoo yeah just because it bring, brings up bad memories of pre-world war ii japan yeah that's everything not... should happen there anyway <laughs> but yeah so inferno i like a lot um also there's this uh folk band called the punch brothers they had an album come out very recently just in january and uh uh they have they, they cover the song the wreck of the edmund fitzgerald Ooh. if you know that song I don't know the song, but I know the Edmund Fitzgerald. Yeah, I mean it's it's very it's very near and dear to us. Like having them talk, having having this band, a very talented folk band, sing about how how they they're trying to sail to Whitefish Bay. It's like, oh, I I live near that place. <laughs> I know where um, that place is. They 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 they, they do a, an amazing cover. They also have a couple other songs from their Ahoy EP I like a lot. But um, uh, do you know the name Bailey Baum? Because I don't want to start talking about these people like an idiot because they've been around for years, but I'm like, I've never heard of them before. Bailey Bond? Bomb. B-A-U-M. Okay, for, for the split second when you first said it, I thought you said bong. And I was like, <laughs> what a name. I love it. But no, I have not heard of them. <laughs> that was me getting high, Danny. <laughs> Uh, can't help falling uh, in love with you and it's ooh, a very like like very low-key pop synth cover of yeah. it it's it's i think i can say it's my favorite cover of it <laughs> i have to get more used to it though because it, it, it'll definitely be competing with Haley reinhardt yeah that's fair um also del the funky homo sapien just because that dude that dude in my opinion should be considered one one, one of the goats of rap but he never will be and that makes me sad. And that makes me sad. You probably know him from uh, Clint Eastwood by the Gorilla by the Gorillas by Gorillas. Yeah. He does the rapping for that stuff. Oh. And then his solo, his solo stuff, Mr. Dabalina. That's such a, that's such a fun song. Anyway, metal stuff. Have you? 
This is going to be weird if the answer is no. Okay. Have you ever heard of the band Eskimo Cowboys? Yes! Okay. I know their song Hypa Hypa and MC Thunder. I, I, I have their song Pitch Bleeze. <laughs> I love those guys. Like, it's, it's one of those songs that, like, it's obviously, you, you know, it's, they have two very different genres. They have metal hard rock during the verses, then, like, like a, like like a uh, an auto tune poppy synth yeah, vocal like a chorus yeah like 80s, 80s kind of vibe. chorus and it's like this is this is weird but it's I can party with this it's <laughs> the perfect blend because I think my dad actually showed me hypa hypa and I, I, all this is coming back we we talked about this on the podcast yeah. like two seasons ago I'm like <laughs> yeah. holy shit you do know them you you showed me the music video <laughs> yeah. oh my god. <laughs> So it would be weird if I said no to yeah, you asking that. Then, then someone who's like a scholar and listen to this is like, fake! <laughs> you don't know what's going on! The plot twist, I never know what's going on. <laughs> That's my secret cap. <laughs> oh, also, just because I want to mention them, do you know the Veronicas? Yeah, they're, they're, of course. They're, yeah, uh, their, their song, Take Me on the Floor, I like that one a lot. Ooh, that one, um, I knew that because of Untouched. Or I know them because of Untouched, which was like every goth emo rising song in middle school. Mm. And then, yeah, that that song I did find. I don't know how I feel about it, though, because like the thing about their voice is that I don't want to say it's squeaky or whiny, but it does kind of have a higher pitch to it. Definitely. So especially in the chorus, when they're both hitting that one note, I sometimes I'm like... Ugh. In Take Me on the Floor? or mm-hmm. in, oh, Take yeah, Me on the Floor. Da, 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 Hell yeah. I, I've walked around my where I work <laughs> screaming that for like a day straight. That song is kind of like the sister song to Paramore's Crush, Crush, Crush song. Why, why do you say that? Just kind of like the way the, both of the songs are set up okay. and things like that. Like obviously they sound different, but if you were to play them like one right after the other, you'd be like, oh, I could see kind of mm. where this era was okay. at this time. Okay, yeah, in that sense, yeah. yeah. My God, but watching the music video, though, these two are were like, were, I'm not sure what they're like nowadays. I only know their stuff. I only know like five of their songs now. They were like, I swear they were America's answer to, to Russia's tattoo. <laughs> I mean, Russia, the girls were straight up, like, like they were they were told, be lesbians. Go be lesbians. You'll, you'll get followers that way. Yeah. But these girls, they're sisters. But my God, the way they were dancing, the fact that one of them was bent over, the other one was grabbing her butt right behind her, I'm like, you are not hiding anything about this, despite saying, oh, they aren't gay, because, you know, back then, that was a bad thing to be. Yeah. And by back then, I mean, like, 12 years ago. The cannery always reminded me of uh, Goth, Ashley, and... Oh, what's... Ellie and AJ? No, um, the... the... Simpson, uh, Olsen Tisdale. twins. Oh, Mary and Ashley. Yeah, that's what it was. They reminded me of like the I, I, the I goth Olsen twins because they're both like super skinny. They have like perfect like structure, and then you have one instead where they're like uh, tan, blonde, cutesy, and then you have like the dark eye makeup, the black, the black hair, hair. The two sides of that coin there. <laughs> <laughs> what twins can be? Indeed. Anyway, previously I'd mentioned how I got a whole bunch of albums from a uh, store and I was looking forward to the two of them. And like the Nil Lara album, fucking gold. The Strange Trails album, I already had it digitally, but I got it physically. Still fucking gold. And then the, the Modest Mouse one, their first album they ever released, fucking silver. <laughs> <laughs> Modest Mouse definitely got better as they went on. <laughs> <laughs> silver. <laughs> like... 
Yeah. Hey, it's still second place. It's still they're still placing. Yeah, exactly. They're still they're, they're still on that on that stand. Anyway, uh, real quick before we jump into the actual topic, because we've been rambling for a little while. Um, no, not us. Never. Uh, are you have you ever heard of the band We Are Scientists? That sounds familiar. What day of the week is it right now? It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. I'm seeing them in a week. Ooh. They're 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 playing at uh, uh the co- the Collectivo on Farwell. In the oh background. really? Yeah. There's some small band no one's heard of except for Zach because he's a hipster. I love it. And so he's like, "Hey, do you want to go? The tickets are 18 bucks." I'm like, "For 18 bucks? Shit, why not?" Yeah, and he gets to support a uh, local Lo- band. Yeah, and local business. We uh we went to go see Avatar play at the rave uh on the 20th. And that was a lot of fun. You were at that show? Yeah. I I wasn't, but I had friends who were. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, They had, was it, Magic Sword open? Never heard of them before. Didn't know what to expect. Fucking loved it. They're just a bunch of nerds who can jam out. And I, like, none of them sing, so it's all just jamming the entire time. But it just, like... They're, they were so good at it. You could kind of tell where they were in the story with each song. And yeah. it was so good. That's awesome. And they had, um, they kind of reminded me of, uh, what's their fucking name? Um, the DJs with the helmets. Daft Punk? Daft Punk. Because they had like a half helmet on and then a neon strip across their eyes. So you couldn't see their faces either. And each one of them glowed a different color. Which they were all the primary colors, red, yellow, and blue. Mm-hmm. And then um, every once in a while, the keyboardist would like pull up this giant sword that glows in the dark. Hell <laughs> yeah. Like, oh they're all wearing cloaks and shit. That so, sounds awesome. They were so great. That cyberpunk <laughs> Tron aesthetic. Yeah, it was so cool. Hell yeah. But then, of course, Avatar was amazing. Um, I accidentally did the thing, though, in my head where they played this one song called Colossus. First time I ever heard that song. Loved it. It was so cool. Apparently, uh, they did the same thing on stage that they did in the music video where they lined up with the singer kind of being at like the apex of like this triangle. Mm-hmm. So they're like facing the crowd. Yeah. And they would like all of them just stared off in their directions. No one faced forward except for the singer. So it was super cool. And like I did a thing in my head where I then compared it to, for some reason, Colossus from Attack on Titan, and now I can't unwind that. What? I don't... If you hear the song and you hear, like... Because it's, it's like a drum, like a march beat almost, like a really heavy, like, march beat. Okay. And it kind of... if I don't know why my brain did this, but it was just kind of like... Uh, it, it fucking reminded me of a scene from Attack on Titan with the Colossus Titan. And I was like, I hate my life because now I'm never going to be able to pull those two things apart. And I hate it. But it was such a good show. They always do so well. At first, too. Uh, so they are from Sweden. Ooh. And most of the time I can't hear the singer's accent because when he has a stage persona on, mm-hmm. he like loses his accent. But you could tell as he was getting either like more and more comfortable or like more and more tired his accent started slipping out more and more and then by the end of it he was just hardcore just swedish accent and you're like what are you saying hey he's being himself it was so cool one of their last songs uh they had a rainbow background with bubbles and then you have these scary like emo looking clowns just like on stage because with their makeup they all had red 
red shirts and like some sort of black either pants or overalls and then heavy they're dark heavy makeup that they usually have and they all have like two of them have jet black hair one of them has blonde dreads and the other one has long blonde hair also i need to know what shampoo they use because their hair is fucking amazing it's glorious it's so good like oh, i love it but like yeah. sounds like sounds, sounds like some icp stuff there they were so good i kept sending snapchats to my mom like tell dad where i am because my dad loves them I'm really like, yeah I'm like, tell dad where i am because i've seen him twice now <laughs> but yeah no that and we saw johnny's band on saturday too that next saturday so we had a really fun musical week yeah sounds right, like it right before we got sick <laughs> I wonder how it happened. Yeah, gee. <laughs> it could have been either or, to be honest with you. Eh, festival sickness, con sickness. You, you, you just kind of get used to it and move on. Yeah, pretty much. All right. So speaking of festival sickness, <laughs> we're talking about festivals and what's going on. Well, what's supposed to go on this year? We don't know if it's actually going to happen or if COVID's going to continue to fuck over everything we hold near and dear to our hearts. I... Yeah. I'm just I'll, I'll I'll just start with like like broader things like like when it comes to festivals I'm not the most savvy with them because I've only been to a small handful um like I've only been to summer fest like five six times maybe five five six years like you know multiple yeah. days on, the, on that year and then we've been to riot fest I've been to punk fest then there's Lollapalooza in uh, Chicago in Chicago Chicago I wish I had gone last year that would have been so amazing. Could have seen like Dermot Kennedy, Angels and Airwaves, and Modest Mouse all in the same day, and I didn't. And I what the hell's wrong with me? <laughs> the only bad thing that I think about that is like you have Summerfest where there's multiple stages, there's places to go that kind of thins the crowd out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then when you have Lollapalooza, it's just like almost like I think there's like one or two stages, but they're like right next to each other, so you can't really ever escape the crowd. Mm-hmm. So you just have to hope you get a good enough spot to either hear the music or see the stage. And that's kind of what turns me off on Lollapalooza. Because I'm like, I can deal with people if I can see what I'm there for. If I can't see what I'm there for, then why am I surrounded by all these people? Understandable. (laughs) Especially now. Yeah, now it is. No, that's that's, that's totally understandable. uh, I've actually found... Because so many people have have preferences, like they prefer big outdoor festivals. They prefer they, pre- they prefer pre- prefer <laughs> uh, like certain indoor shows, kind of thing. And I have found that I I sincerely I'm just like a puppy who's easy to please. I'm like there's there's a lot of music going on. Okay, cool, I'll be there. I don't really care what the what the qualifiers are because like Punk Fest was in just in one bar. They had one main stage when you walked in, and it was just in. Not River West. I think it was St. Francis. They had one big stage when you walked in, a small side stage, and then on their patio, a small acoustic stage. So they they had had like three different acts going on at any given time kind of thing, but they were all really cool. Yeah. It it was all... I mean, I'm not too much into modern punk because to me it's very thrashy. Which we can just be we can just be noise at a certain point. Yeah. But that being said, everybody there was so cool. The bands were all nice and supporting each other and stuff, and like the crowd was fun. The mosh pits were. It's weird to say, but the mosh pits were respectful. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a good time. That's yeah. how you know it's a good mosh pit. <laughs> yeah. Um. But otherwise, yeah, everything else I've done has been outside. Like Riot Fest, I think had like too much space in my opinion. 
Like they probably could have fit one more stage somewhere. I mean, yeah. I've had they had enough bands or whatever. And then and then then then, then the big boy Summerfest. The big boy. I've been to Sonic Boom. I think that was the like most fun setup that they had where it was two it was outside. It was at um the old airport in Janesville. Really? Yeah. So, I don't know like what happened there where they were just like, "Hey, like can we just use the ground for two days and they were like yeah <laughs> sure sure so there was two stages side by side and they would they split the field down the middle with the with um the barriers but then all of the booths and um, sponsors and bands and stuff mm-hmm. made a circle with like around the stages with it so Very it kind cool. of like had everybody like inside an area Okay. But it was wide enough where like everybody had their own space there was and like room. yeah, and no matter where you were, you could always see the stage, which was really nice because I know for falling in reverse, I was really far back for one, and same with we are harlot, but for star set and um, Papa Roach, oh, I got so close to the front yeah. for Papa Roach. The only thing that sucked was um when uh, Bring Me the Horizon played because that was the first time where I got squished. Wow, <laughs> and I did not like that. And so I got out of that, and I was really disappointed. And that was the first time I saw A Day to Remember because they played right after them. Hell yeah. And that was super fun. Yeah. So that's, I'm like, eh, kind of, it has its, like, give and takes. Ups and but downs. yeah. And you've, all, you've also been to Warp Tour. Oh, I love Warp Tour. Uh, for those who maybe aren't familiar, Warp Tour happens on the same grounds as Summerfest. They just kind of, I didn't realize how fucking huge that park is. But it, it just kind of hit me how big those Summerfest grounds actually are. Like, yeah. they're massive. Yeah, the, what, what are they actually called? The Henry Meyer Park? Uh, they used to be. They changed the name of it, but I can't remember what they changed it to. They oh. changed that when I was in high school. Really? Because there's still signs on the south I side know. that will say Henry Meyer. It got know, changed to something else, and now it's probably like AmFam Park or fucking. <laughs> That AmFam clam. They, they finally took, took down the Miller Park sign. This is a baseball topic, by the way, for the Milwaukee Brewers. I'm just so mad. It's always going to be Miller Park. Don't. They can't. And also, too, everybody's like, oh, well, what's the deal? Like, first off, AmFam is, ta- there's an AmFam stage, an AmFam. Um, this is American Family Insurance, by the way. Yeah. Pavilion, I think, in Summerfest. And then you have AmFam Park. So when someone's like, oh, go to the AmFam section. I'm like, where am I going across this? Like, where? What one do I go to? There's like all kinds because they're not creative in naming their properties they're, anymore. No, all, all they want is make sure make sure our, our <laughs> brand is on it. Yeah. I like, mean, I guess that can be said for Miller Park, too, though, because Miller yeah, wanted there. Yeah, but it's Miller Park. And, and, and we're the brewers. We're the brewers. Yeah, there's, there's there's beer. Everything about that team is beer. Why is, <laughs> and sausages. Why is there insurance now? <laughs> you can't get any more German than sausage and, ger- and beer. Like, come on. What the heck? I don't know why I just censored myself. I've never I know, done that I before on this show. I know, I keep censoring myself, too. <laughs> Maybe we're just going back to when we were young. Oh my god, I that hate that. That was my that. amazing segue to this shit show that's coming up in October. <laughs> I'm so mad. I they literally it was only supposed to be one day. So uh what uh when we were young is is a it started out as a one day packed Astro World esque uh one day festival. And it had um My Chemical Romance, Paramore 
pretty much anyone we have ever mentioned ever on this podcast to be fair and like i was i was amazed at how many names i didn't recognize like i'm seeing old names like hey dashboard confessional is back uh alkaline trio dance gavin dance we the kings but who the hell is car seat headrest (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like oh my i looked to it i'm like they have i prevail palais royale they got bring me the horizon they have like manchester orchestra they have (laughs) Jaden. They've got the Wonder Years, which I, I would be really stoked to see. They have Our Boys 303. Yes! <laughs> Jimmy Eat World. Avril will be there. Of course. Four Years Strong. Like, so many names. I'm like, Neck Deep, Ice Nine Kills. The story so far. This poster alone, when I first saw it, before I knew anything about this festival, I thought, yeah, that would be my dream festival. That'd be really cool. Then sometimes it's happening. And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> No, it's not. Even now, I'm just like, this is not actually going to happen the way they're presenting it. No, there's I'm no way it can. Way too skeptical towards it. It's there's just too many bands, and I don't know how they're going to do the stages. And that's why I'm like, I I literally I was ready to go. I'm like, I have I'm gonna put the money down. I'm doing this. I don't give a shit. And then I really started thinking about it, and I'm like, can I, can I, that would oh, and a day to remember. Like, yeah, ADTR. That would be such a chaotic thing. Unless you get there like the day before, you're not going to see any of the stages. It's just going to be a crowd of people. They started adding, um, so they added day two, and then that sold out almost, what, three days later? Then they added a day three, and that sold out about two days later. So I don't know. (laughs) At this point, they're probably going to add like two more days and make it like a five-day festival run because... Which it should be. If they actually want to try to make this happen, it should be that. It should be a multi-day thing because right now, like, everyone who likes the style of music probably likes over 50% of these bands yeah. and they're they're going to start missing out on people and say, well, why is, why is my, my chemical romance playing at the same time as Avril Lavigne? Yeah. Like, now I can't see the people I, <laughs> I, I came here to see kind of thing. But that is before we even, so th- those logistics are kind of bonkers, if you will. <laughs> but the fact that a handful of these bands have said, we were never once asked to play in this festival. Our name just appeared on this poster. Ooh. What? Like, I, I, can, I can only think of three. Given that there's like 30 bands on here, yeah. three isn't the biggest deal in the world. But it's, it's, there, are, there are too many red flags for me, for me to care. And the fact that this is Live Nation, who also did Astroworld. Yeah. And there's that nightmare. I, 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 ha- I just really feel like this is going to be another fire festival. Yeah. But this time, too, they're going to blame, they're going to go back to blaming, like, the genre. Because at first they were like, oh, it's because of rap and how Travis Scott was being irresponsible. But now I'm like, now they're just going to size it up. If something bad happens, it's not going to be Live Nation or whoever's fault. It's going to be like, oh, well, you know, it's just this genre of music. Like, of course something was going to happen. I'm waiting for it. I can also see them like crossing their fingers and hoping some new variant of COVID comes out. <laughs> like, yeah, but then like, they'd have to do the refunds, right? Why? That's true. I mean, for, for good faith, for like, to be fair to the customers, yeah, but why would they have to? That's true. I, I, I am sure, no, I can't say this for certain. So everything I'm about to say right here is just speculative. There has got to be some non-refundable clause where it's like 30 days before the festival, you can't get a refund. And on day 29 before the festival... They call it off or something. Yeah. I, I, 
I, I am so damn skeptical. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I am, I'm being very, very honest and sincere when I say I would love to be wrong about it. Oh, yeah. I would like this to go off without a hitch. I will hate myself for not having gone. But, like, this this would be incredible. Like, this this is... I was gonna say this is this this is who this is what, what what my genre has been for years, but no, it was my genre from like ages eight to fifteen, then twenty one to <laughs> present. Yeah, that little gap. I got really, I got really into like Owl City for a bit. <laughs> Only Owl, Owl City for like <laughs> that span like of time. <laughs> Only but, him. But no, I I definitely got into more of an electronic electronica, not EDM phase, but um. Yeah, no, like, like so much of this, like, I, I still remember the first time I heard A Day to Remember. I still remember the first time I heard Paramore. Yeah. I still remember the first time I heard My Chemical Romance and Jimmy Eat World. I don't... AFI. I love AFI. AFI I first heard because of Smallville. <laughs> yeah. I, I stumbled upon that band so much without knowing who I was stumbling on yeah. every time. I swear to God, I re-found Miss Murder, like, three times. Before I started, like, oh, I know that. I know that one. I, I will <laughs> die on this hill. Unpopular opinion time. Miss Murder is the best song you can play on Guitar Hero 3. <laughs> wow, you're really trying like, to make people mad. All American Rejects. Like, holy shit. Where have they been up to lately? Fucking, I know. Uh, there was someone else on here that was going to blow my mind. Silverstein. Yeah. Story of the year. I don't really care. I, I, I have nothing against them. Anne Berlin. Anne Berlin, I thought, broke up. Are they still together? I'm not sure. And then you have, like, Paris, too. The Ready Set. Oh, the Ready Set. That brings back some memories. I love, like, whoa. My mother my mother was like, this song is so stupid. Love, like, whoa. It's like, no, it's whoa, like, W-O-E. Oh, this is, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I want this to work out. But I'm also bitter because, like, they basically took what, was so cool about Warp Tour and these bands and then threw it into like one day where you have to spend at least $500 to go to this. Right. Like, like I, I admit <laughs> if, if I was more confident and I had the opportunity to go, I, I probably would spend the two, $300. Oh yeah. Now, not the price tag nowadays I wouldn't because even though there's a lot of skepticism around it, people are, I mean, honestly it's, it will for better or for worse. That it will be a status symbol to have been here. Oh yeah. Whether whether it 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 goes off terribly, you can say yeah I was there when the shit show started, or whether it goes off flawlessly and you see all these bands and you can brag about that, it is going to be a talking point. The end of October is going to be scary for two reasons: Halloween and we don't know what the fuck's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't oh get wrong though. I I'm speaking so passionately about it because. Despite my skepticism and and jealousy, definite definite jealousy. Oh yeah, same. I'm I am bitter. just fascinated by this, like this whole predicament. Like I don't get this kind of drama in in, in my in the stuff I like in my world. Like the biggest drama I get is Nintendo raised their prices. Like that, that, that isn't anything cool and exciting. But now I'm like part of it. I'm watching and being like, okay, okay. I know. Yeah. I just want to know how it got. I mean, they got My Chemical Romance. Which that the headline that part doesn't surprise me because pre-COVID they were gonna go do their reunion tour That's in true. in Vegas. Yeah. Like, oh, in fact, it's in Vegas too. Like even if the, even if that festival like, sucks or whatever, you still have Vegas. Yeah, you still get to go or like you get to go to Zach Bagan's haunted museum. Yeah. <laughs> what what more could you ask for? What more could you want? But also because it's Vegas, there's a very high possibility that before or after the show, you will see people from bands somewhere around. 
given how many oh, there are. Oh my god, yeah. Like, a- can you imagine being being in Caesar's palace and Gerard Way walks by? <laughs> oh <laughs> no, my I'm, god. Obviously, I don't, I don't, I don't think the show is near the strip at all. But I just mean like, there's, there's, there's the possibility. Yeah, there is. I mean, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That wasn't a good segue for anything we were just saying, but I wanted to throw that out. <laughs> you just wanted to say it. I just wanted to say it. I wanted, I wanted, I wanted to feel cool. Um. But. Also, some of the other festivals. Oh going yeah, on. there's other stuff in the world. I know there's <laughs> other stuff. I mean, to be fair, I've been focusing so much on this. Like, I don't know if Coachella is happening this year. Really? I don't know. I haven't. Like, someone I saw like a fake flyer out for it and someone's like oh that's not it and then i just kind of didn't care because <laughs> <laughs> you know and then i was just like all right whatever i don't i would never be able to afford and or want to go to that anyway so yeah i've never been like impressed by coachella at all i, I have nothing against it either i just know it's like it's like a, a, a rich boo bougie thing like, yeah for, for, for that's the kind of place where anybody who labels themselves an influencer goes to Oh, yeah. But then um, we have So What Music Festival in Texas. Ooh, what's what's that one? That one is the other one. So I Prevail Parkway Drive. Ooh, Parkway Drive. Um, The Ghost Inside. You got a lot of... um, I think I posted this too on our page. But uh, Sleeping with Sirens. Ooh, Crown the Empire. Suicide Silence. Uh, the Black Dahlia murder, like a ton of that. Uh, the first day, the second day is Black Bear, Simple Plan, Sum 41, oh. 303, Grandson, The Main, um, Nothing Nowhere. Against the current Nothing Nowhere? Yeah, dude, his newest album was really cool. Bill Murray? Set it uh, off. Uh, Bill Murray, the band, not, not the actor. <laughs> you guys, uh, just how you said that phrase, Bill Murray? <laughs> no, no, I love Bill Murray, the band, though. Heart Attack Man? <laughs> My God, I, I, I'm, I'm coming really hipster because I'm starting to like the smaller bands. Don't get me wrong. Sting Simple Plan and Sum 41, 303. I, 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 I'm there for it. Holy shit. Well, hey, Escape the Fate. Uh, the Word Alive. I have not heard TWA in a long time. Okay, well then the last day is more hip-hop oriented. Lil Darky is going to be there. Josiah, Snot. Trippy Red. Okay, Trippy Red kind of can go do both. Freddie Dread. Good for him. Good for him. That's cool. Savage Gasp? Why the f- frackle ruck is Savage Gasp going to be there? I have gone on more than one tirade on Savage Gasp. Uh, father. There's a man called Father or artist called Father. That's it. Wait. No, I'm thinking of Dad. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> dad, not to be confused with Father. Oh, yeah, that would, I, I, I would go see Flocka. That's cool. Yeah. So that one's not too bad for oh, I would I would adore this show. I, I if I had to prioritize any day though, it would definitely be day two. Yeah, honestly, same. Who throw who throws third string entertainment? Never heard of them. <laughs> tram stamps. I love it. Okay, tram stamps. And then uh we have Rockfest, which is uh in July at Cal. Dot Wisconsin, Caldute, Wisconsin. I don't know. Caldute. <laughs> Caldute. <laughs> um, uh, uh, so that's July 14th through the 16th. So the headliners are Disturbed, The Lamb of God, Day Two, Evanescence, and Hailstorm. And Day Three is Shine Down and Mudvayne. I'd, I'd, oh, 
on Ev- so it's Evanescence, Hailstorm, The Pretty Reckless, Nothing More, Black Veil Brides, Escape the Fate, Butcher Babies. Oh my God, let's go. I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. That Dropkick is- Murphys. Oh, neat. Oh, neat. Wait, that's, a, that's Barcelona. My bad. <laughs> Say Rockfest. I can only see. Um, 2021. There we go. Okay. I was gonna say if I'm reading off the wrong flyer, I'm literally no, leaving. No, no, I, I, I found it. <laughs> yeah, they got some really good ones though. But your baby's plague star skillet. Skillet. Oh, theory's playing. I cannot keep up with what they call themselves, though. Theory of a Dead Man. Are that still going to be our name? But we're going to go by Theory and others back to Theory of a Dead Man. Didn't they go by Toad for a while? Did they really? I think so. That's cool. I like how there's, there's this one guy, never heard of him, but his name is Uncle Daddy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this, this, this feels definitely more like a, a traditional rock slash uh, like gothic or... Uh, slightly harder rock fest, which I mean is very fitting for the name, but huh? I I never even heard of this one. It takes place in Wisconsin. I've heard of it a few times. Usually people camp over, um, because I'm pretty sure where that place is a campground. So people just go oh. and camp there for like the weekend Hell and yeah. go to all the shows and then leave. It's kind of like country fest. <laughs> oh, country USA. Country USA. Cusa. That's what it is. Cusa, which. For as much as my brother has gone, he, he still can't tell me whatever happens there because I think he just seriously cannot remember. Charge right, right by Eau Claire. Very cool. Huh. I, yeah, I've, I've... Hmm. That ain't too bad. That ain't too bad. I... I like, I like festival culture. The idea that everybody's there having a good time uh, even and then you know, you you get the people who are so passionate to go there and see a band and and then they see that one band but then they just spend the other time just like listening to everybody else like enjoying their time like almost like like what I, what I enjoy doing a lot just piggybacking off of other people's happiness like I don't really care about this but seeing you enjoy yourself I yeah. can vibe with that kind of thing I I enjoy and I I, I, I we we talked about this a lot especially recently we've been talking about it a lot but I really like the culture of our music. Like, yeah. like it first came up because the Machine Gun Kelly thing. Like, like rap is very much about feuds and you take sides kind of thing. But, but punk, rock, and like metal, like those three broad terms and all the subcategories that come with them, they're 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 very inclusive. They're very happy to be around people. They're very happy to support other bands. And yeah, I'm sure there are feuds, and there are definitely like you know some people dis disown other bands when there's allegations about them and stuff. I'm not going to try, 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 try to justify that, like, because sometimes the chummy culture can be abused. Yeah. But in general, I, I like how warm and welcome we are. I, I like that Gilman's was a thing. I like that we're known for if you fall down in a mosh pit, you pick someone up. Yeah. You like, don't let them hit the ground sort of deal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I like the support we have, which is why music festivals are like the quintessential example of that. When you see bands in the crowd going to listen to other bands just as people as fans yeah. like you you're like i i listen to this band too it's yeah it's kind of it reminds you like these guys are just people yeah. doing the stuff that they like and 
you know, that's kind of what I miss about Warp Tour too. Is just like it's just the day to dress however you want, go out, listen mm-hmm. to all of the music, get spend way too much money on like all the band merch. Yeah. All the merch, but then like you stumble onto bands because that's how I found Secrets. That's how I found uh, Palais Royale. That's how I found um, Knuckle Puck. When that's, we that's saw, how I yeah. found Knuckle Puck. <laughs> like, there's so many bands that, like, that's the first time I ever saw Bring Me the Horizon play live. Mm-hmm. And same with Black Veil Brides. And I remember my friend got me so close to the front of the stage because she knew I had a huge crush on Andy Bursack. Of course. <laughs> like, of course. Like, I, it's just stuff like that that I remember. And it's just mm-hmm. kind of like, I, I just want it to happen. I want Warped Tour back. Yeah. <laughs> For fuck's sake festivals and stuff that's how i found kenny hoopla that's how i refound 303 and stuff oh like, my god like yeah it's, it's 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 good stuff and i am sure that other genres are, are are good about it too like there are there are some people who are elitist in this genre but but country for the most part they're like Ooh, oh yeah. i'm not familiar with this person and like i admit i'm i'm very much the stereotype where at a certain point a lot of the voices sound similar to me oh yeah but but people who are passionate enough about it they can like show show differences and they're like well if you like the way this guy sings you should listen to this guy because yeah. you might think they're similar and if you like that kind of thing like especially growing up just in where we are like we are in milwaukee but wisconsin for the most part is pretty damn country Oh yeah, especially when you grew up in a small town yeah. with nowhere but Walmart to yeah. play in. But but we're, we're more like stadium rock country, not so much bluegrass. I mean, some obviously some bluegrass, yeah. but um, the farmer country. But like it, 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 it reached a point where like working at a sports bar, so some of the guys just get stoked to hear Carrie Underwood sing Sunday or Monday Night Football, whatever, whichever one she sings. <laughs> That's Sunday Night Football. Is it Sunday? Okay. Yeah. Did he? Okay, so hold on, let me find this song. So it took me so long to know that that song she sings for Saturday, Sunday Night Football was a cover song. Yeah, by, 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 the, by the old dude, right? No, it's by... Um, uh, I'm thinking of the guy who sings, Are you ready for It's a cover of Joan Jett's I Hate Myself for Loving You. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I've, I've always been working when I've heard it, so I've never, like, listened really to the melody. I just know that, like, hey, Carrie's on. The pretty blonde girl's walking across the screen. <laughs> there was, um, oh, my God, too. There, I have one more thing. But, um, f- yeah, I recognize the melody. I don't know how, if someone I knew played it, when I like, around me when I was a kid, but I remember the melody. Mm-hmm. And then I heard the football song. I'm like, that doesn't sound like what I remember, but I was just like, all right, whatever. And then it wasn't until um, I was going through a playlist and it had a lot of old Joan Jett on it. Mm-hmm. And one of the songs was I Hate My or Yeah, I Hate Myself for Loving You. And I was like, holy shit, that's the football song. That's the football song. Yeah, I'm like, I wonder what she thinks. Like, a great, like, ballad. And here it is just now remade into a football Sunday what night up? song. I'm so mad. But also, too, another, when you were like, oh, Carrie Underwood walking across the stage, uh, I think I told you that I, uh, what was it, binged the entirety of Cobra Kai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She makes, like, a guest appearance Does for she? no reason. That's awesome. <laughs> like, I think it's the last episode of the current season. Like, she sings the opening for the karate tournament. Dope. I'm like, what the Wait, there's fuck? a singer for the beginning of a karate tournament? <laughs> yeah, a country singer for the beginning of a karate tournament in L.A. It was so funny. 
I was like, what? She's muscular too. Good for her. Yeah. She looks like she could definitely like kick someone's ass. Isn't she? She's still married to a hockey player. I believe so. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, one very other cool thing. So I've always liked Carrie Underwood since I was young. But that's because I had a crush on her growing up. And then that's fair. my mother rooted for her to win American Idol. Oh yeah. Um, but I, I'm not sure how old this is, but I just found this recently because and, it, 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 and it, it's on TikTok, so it's still pretty damn recently. She yeah. gave an interview talking about the music she likes she likes listening to and you know who she she name dropped who i prevail she listens she no! loves she loves their album trauma <laughs> and i prevail like like did like do it on tiktok i was like what us uh, okay cool yeah she was like be careful there are some non-family friendly words in the album but oh, i love listening to them is that is trauma the one where it has burn it all down because i oh gasoline that's the song i'm thinking of Maybe because the only, only only one of theirs I'm very familiar with is their Heart vs. Mind EP. Or is that the full album? No, Lifelines is their first album. Trauma is their second album. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it was the strangest thing that this this southern country Christian mom is like, I listen to I Prevail. Like, hell yeah, it. she does. Uh, Trauma has... It yeah, has... Gasoline. Uh, what's the other big song <laughs> that from that album? Burn it all down. They have like DOA, Breaking Down, Rise Above It. Rise Above It. No, 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 Rise Above It. No, I'm thinking of the Seether song. Uh, keep, keep, keep going. What's the, what's uh, the one song with that, on the album I really like? Bow Down, Paranoid, Every Time You Leave, uh, Hurricane, Let Me Be Sad, <laughs> Low, it Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, okay. No, I, that's, that's, I, I like that so much. There's, I do too. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, she 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 even even names a specific song she really likes off the album, but it wasn't one I was familiar with, so it didn't stick in my head. But yeah, it was. I would have laughed. She's like, "Yeah, it's gasoline by I Prevail <laughs> off their Trauma album," and I would have been like, "Holy fuck!" I mean, maybe it was. I don't remember. <laughs> Her workout is probably scary to witness. Hey, whatever gets you pumped. Like, yeah. Like I I I, I will tease for music, <laughs> but like I said, I try not to literally look down on someone. So. I I love her and Kelly Clarkson. They were both like the greatest things to come out of American Idol. Absolutely, I I was a big fan of Clay Aiken's first album, but no <laughs> Kelly and Kelly and and Carrie are definitely the two biggest names, the most relevant names. I mean, we, as Milwaukeeans, we should also like you know Danny Gokey, but who Danny Gokey? <laughs> he made it to like round five. He was like he was like, he was one of the, like one of the top finalists from I think like the Taylor Hicks season or the or the. Uh, not Dane Cook. David Cook. David Cook. <laughs> so Dane Cook was not was not an American Idol. Yeah, did Danny Goki? You don't know Danny Goki? He's still he's still kind of famous. He's still kind of famous. I mean, you know, he didn't win, so he isn't he isn't like mind blowing, but it's, it's, it's I think still the a most mind blowing thing I've ever had happen to me was when I was uh, outside a he's third place restaurant after working, and the chef from Hell's Kitchen walked by. And I was like, holy fuck. Also, another person I can recognize by their tattoos. Really? So, Danny Warsnop and the guy from Hell's Kitchen are the two people whose tattoos I can look at and be like, I know who you are. Hmm. Kind of weird, but all right. Kind of weird, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, uh, Danny Goki, the, uh, he was third place. Chris Allen won. Adam Lambert came in second. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's probably why, because I remember Adam Lambert. I mean, even, he didn't even win, but he was still the biggest name from that season. Yeah. Although I do like Chris Allen's cover of Live Like We're Dying. Ooh, I know. Song. I like. I think I have that saved on my Spotify because I love that one. It, I mean, I I, th I thought it was an original, but it's actually a cover of a B side off of uh, an early The Script album. Mm -hmm. 
That's, that's cool. I like that. Leave it to the script. I like the script. I, I <laughs> their songs. They're they're one of those bands where the best songs are never the singles. Oh yeah. There you always have to, you always have to listen to the rest of the album to, to to find the gold. It always is funny to me because script is to the train or to train what the fray is to One Republic. I don't know why, but that makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I. Okay, yeah, I, I'm. I'm not even even gonna try to figure out why, but I can. I'll be like, yeah, absolutely, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that works. Everyone else is gonna be like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Watch some. Watch somebody agree though. Yeah, or be like, I don't understand what do you mean. I'm like, I can't explain it anywhere beyond just that. It's kind of like like that same vibe, and I don't agree with this one because I think it's a little weird. But when someone says Colgate toothpaste has the same vibe as someone named Michael, (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I don't, I don't don't quite get that one. (laughs) I I get like the comparison, like like the mindset you're in, but that specific example, I don't agree. There's so many people I want to tag in this episode now. Well, it's, it's just like I don't, I, I can't say why, but this 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 Colgate toothpaste gives off the same energy as guys named Michael. I love it. Does Mike count in that too, or is it just Michael? I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. But the, the, the point is, I, I will be regularly talking about when we were young, just just watching it because it it just it, it fascinates me so much. For some reason, the song that popped into my head was "Coming to LA" for uh, by Don Bronco, even though I know it's the other coast. Yeah, the exact opposite side <laughs> of the country. You're, th- you're, th- you're thinking southwest. <laughs> I'm going northeast. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh, if you're doing that, I highly recommend you watch a show called Haven because it's about the northeast. Hmm. Actually, I, it takes place in Maine. So, and so many people are like Maine. Yeah, a lot, a lot of movies. They they always pause. A lot of movies take place in Maine. I'm like, you're, you're avoiding saying Stephen King, aren't you? <laughs> like, yeah, I just didn't want to bring it up. Haven hey, is uh, a thing from Stephen King, too. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. But okay. Uh, thank you all for listening. At the time of recording, we haven't posted the uh, Mallory episode yet when we had our first guest on. But depending on how well that one goes over, we, we, we would like to have more guests in the future. Yes. Uh, sorry, we we were at measure one thousand nine hundred eighty-five, and I just my bowling for soup popped in my head with nineteen eighty-five. Nineteen ninety. Nineteen eighty-five. I'm keeping that. I'm <laughs> Okay, well, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, follow us on Facebook. We technically have an Instagram. Um, we technically and- have an Instagram. And yeah, we'll uh, we'll see y'all next time. Bye. I know.